Welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Out Podcast. This week we are talking about 10 things to leave behind in 2019 and there are some really, really good ones in here and I, other than, you know, overthinking, think about people's opinions, uh, things that you think about yourself including insecurities or reasons why you think that you are not enough. And in this episode, I'm going to give you the reasons why these things should be left behind as much as possible in 2019. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Ten things to leave behind in 2019. I want to do this podcast this week um, to really uh, as a reflection on 2019, I think that um, naturally this time of year is a time to reflect and a time to to look ahead. And I've been feeling that a lot myself, actually. And I've actually got to some interesting places, actually. And I, I just think that, you know, it's normal to think you know, what you're doing versus what you want to be doing and following your sort of the things you're passionate about as well as, as well as, you know, being happy in what you're doing. Uh, So I think this week's episode is about reflection and it's about things that I don't want to take or I don't want a lot of people or I want to see less of in 2020 and you know I'm not one for uh, just saying this to the beginning of the podcast I'm not one for being big on making big changes because it's a new year like I'm a, I'm a big advocate for that matter to make changes as and whenever you see fit I don't think you need a new year to make a change so I think I think we've got to look at it like that I think you can make a change at any time but naturally, you know, one year comes to a close and a new year uh, opens up a lot of possibilities for everybody. So there is some things that I would say that, that we want to leave behind in 2019. And the first one for me is um, thinking you're not good enough. I, I, and uh, I, I, I'm i going to rattle through these because um, I don't want to go too deep in every topic, but it's... More of like a way to make you think about your situation. Now, I'll tell you some personal examples. Thinking you're not good enough is number one. And I, and I think um, even though you might not know or believe that you are thinking that way, I think that you should know that, you know, by being yourself and having the right intentions to be a good person, that you are good enough. You are good enough to be who you want to be. And as I said multiple times, we are a product of our, of our experiences and our, uh, you know, events that have happened in our life. And I've said before that, you know, there's been years where I never thought I was good enough. When you crave someone to just love you the way you love them, or 
whether it's just that you're an athlete or or you're in the office and you think you're not good enough. That perspective is not actually the problem. The problem, or if you would see it as a problem, or that mindset has to come from something. And it's not enough just to acknowledge what that something is, but it's to get you in the place where you know what it is, you think about it, discuss it in a lot of detail, and then make the decision to be okay with it. You are good enough. Everyone is good enough. Any doubt or anything that makes you believe you're not good enough is not because you were born that way. It's because someone's put that in your head and something or someone's put that in your head, sorry, and that's why you're feeling that way. Try and get to the bottom of what that is. Number two, thinking you don't have a purpose. Now, tortoise for everybody is different. Your tortoise might be to help people. Your tortoise might be to be fit and healthy. Your tortoise might be to uh, drive an area of a business and, and really make it your own and excel at that. Tortoise is very much a subjective thing to each person. So my question would be, what is it that you want to achieve? And the purpose, what is the purpose of achieving that? Now, think about this. I find my purpose, my purpose used to be different by the way, because your tortoise can change over time. I used to believe my tortoise was to be a great person in business and do the best at my job that I can, make the most money that I can, and live the life that I want to live outside of the office. Now, that would have been a couple of years ago or a few years ago. Now, my purpose is to lift, help, be there for everybody uh, in my life, and be a good person. My purpose is to have good intent at all times. I'm never out to sabotage anything or anybody. Because my purpose is to make sure that everyone around me that I that I love and admire and who are my friends to make them the best version of themselves they can be. By me encouraging them to say that they're good enough, that they're doing a great job and that I'm there for them, that they ever need any help. That's my purpose. Now you think, well Sean, that purpose doesn't bring you any monetary value. That purpose doesn't give you the things that make you happy. I have, by making that my purpose, 
I can be the happiest person in the world and the most fulfilled person in the world. Because when you look at something outside yourself, it gets real good. My purpose is just that. This is a big one. This is huge. Number three, sacrificing your happiness for others. This is a this is a big one, and I and I and I and I, I want to start on this one for a second because I am happy on my own, right? I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I am very at peace with my life, what's going on, and where I'm at. But there's other people who are not. And I said that my purpose was to help people and lift people up and um, be there for them, be an encouragement, be there, be there to help them empower themselves to do better. But we should never do that at our own expense. Because anything that's a mindset thing like there's a mindset game, i.e. happiness, has to come within that other person, and that other person has to want it. I can't give that to anybody. I can ask some questions, I can be there for them, I can just listen to them and help them find that. But I can't, do that for them, I can't do that, I can't, I can't make them happy, or content, or fulfilled, because that person has to figure that out for themselves, now, don't sacrifice my own happiness to others, I, I should, I can listen, I can be there for them, but there's a big thing that I want to say that's, that's, this is a big one. Um, you, you are who you surround yourself with, and I believe this more than ever. Like, if you want to be successful in your job, which is whatever you define the success to be, if you surround with like-minded people like that, you'll probably get there. Most likely get there if you put in the work or whatever. But if you're constantly around that person who's unhappy, then you'll become unhappy yourself because those vibes and those behaviors do rub off whether you think that or not. And I want to be the one that says to someone, hey, like I got your back, I'm there for you. I can give you my advice. I can just sit and listen to you. But I can't do the work for you. It's like I said before, I've been doing therapy for like three and a half years. At no point has anybody done the work for me. I did the work for myself. And I got to where I am now by doing the work. 
So, by all means, help the unhappy people, but don't sacrifice your own mental health to do that. Give them the tools, give them the time, give them the advice. It's up to them to digest that and move forward. Number four, uh, living in the past. We all have a past. You know, good and bad, adversities that we've went through, and you guys know mine by now. I think for a short time, or for a, for a time that you've been appropriate, you have to live in the past, right? Are you going to therapy? That is living in the past. You have to go back, revisit those events, go through the process, understand it. How did it make you feel? What did that impact? How does that impact you now? Yeah, you have to go back to the past to get that. But guess what? You then have to come out of that and then change your behavior going forward. So 2019, uh, going into 2020, we need to stop living in the past. There is um, something that I always think about. There is a word that comes uh, when when it comes to thinking about your past and things that have transpired. You have to get to the the point where you understand it well enough to accept it. You accept the situation, you accept the feelings, you accept what it's done to you, you accept what it's doing to you right now. And when you're okay with that, you can move forward or you can make the the deemed necessary changes if that's something that you want to change. Living in the past is a big one. This is another big one. (laughs) I think I said all of them big ones so far. (laughs) But they're all important. Number five, overthinking. Overthinking is a massive massive, um, part of what I do and what many people I know do and what people have written to me and emailed me about, saying that they overthink. And I and I think overthinking comes from a couple of things. I think, firstly, it comes from an insecurity. And I'm going to use a trivial example, but we've all done it. We're writing an email in work. And it's not enough to, to write the email and then think to yourself, oh, I'll truth read it, make sure it's correct, and then just send it. That's not enough, right? We truth read it and then say, oh, could I use the different word? Um, could I, am I sending it to the right people? Should I say this? Is this a bad idea? And is this going to have repercussions? Um, should I tell the girl I like her or not? Should I call her? Should I text her? Should I text her the day after? Should I text her two days later when she's when she's maybe had some time to think about it? The thing is, you're never really going to know the alternative. Our brain makes us think that we know 
what's going on and thinks that we know the other outcome or we're trying to protect ourselves from the, you know, let's just say the more worse outcome. But it's, you're never going to know the, the, you're never going to know the alternative, right? It's like when you've got a decision to make, should I pick X or Y? Pick one, whatever feels right at that time, maybe. And then don't look back. Make the decision and move forward. But we're thinking about our judgment of ourselves or judgment of other people. And we're saying that, well, you know, as I just didn't pick X and I picked Y, I wouldn't be in this situation. And I I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done these problems. I wouldn't be sitting where I am now as I took the other moves. How do you know that? You don't. You don't know that for sure. So overthinking is, is, is huge because so many people are doing that. They're overthinking. And it's normal. Overthinking is normal. But when you know you're overthinking at the time, it's when you can start to change. Overthinking. Next one, regret. Regret is something that I think about a lot. And you have to get to the point of acceptance, right? If you, you don't regret something if you accept that it happened. I regret I didn't move to Canada, or I regret that I didn't go to the gym more. Regret is a horrible thing. But I think often the way to think about regret, like regretting a decision or regretting the way you treated someone, why can't we look at the ways in which we can make it better, close that gap, because if there is someone, let's say it's, it's a girl and you wish that you just said something and you wish that you told her that you really liked her, why why can't we stop, it's, and it's hard, stop, it's about a perspective game, right? Why don't we think about, yeah, I regret that I didn't say that last night, but rather think, I can't change that. So, what I can do is I can do something about it. And I can do something about it now. What's wrong with that? Next one. Negative self-talk. And this is judgment. Judging yourself for doing something a certain way. Think about it like this. So you, okay, so you went into a meeting in work. Oh, sorry, better example. You meet a friend and you, you, uh, you say to them that you, are going through all these problems. 
your life is bad. You wish you had something else. You wish you did something else. You wish you were just more introverted, uh, sorry, extroverted, that you could go to these conferences and meet people face to face. And if you could do that, it would make everything much better. But you're judging yourself. I genuinely believe that something I've got better at is less judgment of myself. And it gets, you get much happier by judging yourself less, actually. Because when you judge yourself, you're telling yourself you're not good enough. You're telling yourself that, why, you know, why do I deserve this? Or, you know, if you were just better looking, like if you, you know, maybe you don't have the looks for that. To, to, you know, these things. So again, like a previous example, this is all planted inside you. You tell yourself you can't do something. How hard is that to someone to say, yeah, man, I don't think you can do that. It's powerful, right? Oh, so you say that to yourself? You already talked yourself out of it. But I'm telling you, just think. You're good enough. You can do it. Think about the things that you can control in this situation so that you can move forward instead of judging yourself and talking yourself down. What about this one? The fear is going after your dreams. Your dreams. What is your dreams? Some people it's like to be an artist. Some people it's to be a public speaker. Wrestler. Soccer player. Basketball player. But a lot of those get held back by fear. And the fear comes from the things that we've already discussed. Fear of being judged. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of losing. Fear of someone saying to you, I told you you couldn't be a a soccer player. Or you couldn't be a lawyer. I told you. I think we're playing a big game in the world right now where we're worried about too many other people's opinions on us. And that includes your parents, it includes your, your, um, you know, maybe your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, uh, your close friends. I don't understand, like, although we all do it, we all think about it, but I don't understand why we're crippled by what someone thinks about us. I, I just, I don't see that. We all think about it. It's not like I don't think, it's, there's, I, I actually, you know, it's not like I don't care about people's opinions. You, uh, you've got to really look at who's giving you their opinion. Is it your good friend and you respect their opinion? Sure. Is it some random guy in the train station that says, hey, I, I think your sneakers look amazing. What? 
opinion do you value more? And I think when we talk about this type of thing, we, we're also talking about the positive and the negative. Because I think you have to get quiet in your own head so that you can move forward in the direction that you want to move. And you don't really hear the positive and the negative because uh, as much as we can block out the negatives, you can equally be as uh, dependent on the positive as well, like that positive reinforcement of someone to say, great job, um, or, you know, you you were you played well last night, or congratulations, like, I'm so happy and I'm proud of you. Like, if you become dependent on these external forces or whatever, it's, it's can be seen as, you know, it could be, it could be something that could throw you off. Um, all of us have habits that are unhealthy as well, right? Uh, some people, you know, they, they set their schedule and then they just break it. Like they have a schedule in their calendar and they go, fuck it, I'm not doing that today. Cancel, 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 right? And that's the thing. When people do the negative self-talk, it, it gets that person into that place where they think that they are not good enough again. These all have connotations. These all have things that are equally as hard to, to come to terms with. But the last one is fear of being your true self. At the very beginning of this episode, I said one thing. I said, when you understand what happened in your past, positive and negative, how it affected you at the time, how did it make you feel, how does it make you think right now? But it all gets better when you just accept it. You accept that this happened. And when you accept it, it's when you can move forward. And for some people that'll take a month, some people take a year, some people take three years. But either way, you can get to that place. You can get there. I think this is some things we need to leave behind in 2019. Think about trying to eliminate these as much as possible in 2020. I'm very conscious of that. I'm going to try my best. Uh, we're all human, so we fall in the traps. But I think, you know, that's a, a little bit of my uh, insight moving into 2020. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Inside Out podcast. I'd love to hear what you guys think by leaving us a rating or star rating on any platform you're listening to, as well as hitting the up on Instagram, Facebook, and also on our website, insideoutpodcast.com. There's a contact form in there if you want to give me any feedback on the podcast. And I, I haven't received a lot of good feedback about the podcast. I'd love to hear more so I can continue to make it better. Thank you so much again for listening to this week's episode. And guess what? We will be back again next week for more Inside Out Podcast.